0: Welcome to Sound Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music, where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church, and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Hey, my name is David Zimmer. Welcome to the Sound Doctrine podcast. What?
1: My name is Bob Coughlin. you didn't let me say that like it was gonna kind of, it
0: was the follow-up. <sighs> David, I feel like something's changed in our relationship. I know you what hasn't changed <laughs> is my Sovereign Grace music t-shirt. <laughs> if you were with us in our previous episode, I talked about this very soft, awesomely designed Sovereign Grace music t-shirt that is not available for public distribution. Nope. No you can't have it you can't have Sorry. it you can see it if you um, watch us on YouTube which uh, our podcast is on YouTube it is on YouTube uh you know if you just listen online on Spotify or Apple music so there's that. Um, <laughs> <Very> but <helpful. laughs> it's not helpful for you but it's it's a great shirt and it is. I just want to show it off. And I hope
1: to get one You know, I believe
0: in the brand. We might be able to get you one someday. Thank you. I appreciate that. All
1: right. This is part two of the role of the drummer in corporate worship. And uh, I want to start with a story. Wonderful. Uh, I was at a church one time speaking, and they had a morning services, a night service, two morning, one night. It was a long day. (laughs) It was was at the end of uh, like a 10-day thing in another country. And... um, so, anyway, I'm there and uh, I they began the meeting with the kick drum, yes. the four on the four drummer, yeah. just boom, 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 you know, and got everybody, yeah, 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 yeah. And and then they went into the song eventually. And I uh, eventually. said, we had lunch in between that meeting, those two meetings, and the, the evening meeting. I said, you know what? I'm not sure that's the best way to start the meeting. <laughs> I, I I think, you know, we want to be responding to. You know, God's truth, God's word. I mean, it just kind of like a percussive thing. And just, it's like there, it wasn't related to anything. Mm. So, yeah, I I shared my heart. And then uh, that evening, we start the meeting again. um, And sure enough, (laughs) (laughs) so they really received what I had to say.
0: Same song, different song.
1: Same song. Same song. Yeah, it was the same meeting. They had three you know identical oh, meetings. Oh my goodness and they kept them identical.
0: So good. So anyway, we're trying
1: to help yes. uh, drummers, yes. uh-huh. leaders, worship leaders, uh, pastors, uh just better understand how drums work in mm-hmm. in the gathering. Mm-hmm. And uh we we shared last time uh just a little bit of a scriptural basis for that. Um and uh, talked about this just the heart behind the drummer. Yeah. So this time we're going to focus more on practical things. Like so, you know, if a guy has a good heart, uh, and but they (laughs) they aren't a good drummer, it's like uh, okay. I mean, that can happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where we had a guy in our church years ago who was an okay drummer, Mm -hmm. and his name was Neil, and he he said to us, uh, "Listen, I'm going to buy a set of drums." and I will play for the church, but as soon as someone comes along who's better than I am, I will be happy to step aside and let the church wow. have a set of drums. It wow. was just one of the most beautiful illustrations, examples, yeah. of just servant-heartedness. That's you know, awesome. I'm gonna use what gifts I have That's to so serve awesome. the church. But we're the standard for musicians isn't, hey, just do what can get you by. Yeah. We re- we really wanna... yeah. Be good. So I, I was going to ask you to yeah. wax lyrical on uh, how, <laughs> how uh, you know what what you would say to someone who wants to be a drummer, be a good drummer, be a better drummer.
0: Yes. Uh, well, and I love that. I love that you mentioned that that we're not just trying to we're not trying to find you know the this the high standard professionals. It has to be this way every well, time. Well, the church
1: is made mostly of to...
0: volunteers. Right. 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 And but at the same time, we don't want to just go. Yeah, it's okay. I'm a volunteer. Yeah, <laughs> I can play chroming. <laughs> yeah, we want to give practical tips and helpful, um, you know, helpful ways to grow. Uh, and I actually want to briefly share a story. So at the Worship God conferences that um, Sovereign Grace Music puts on has been putting on for long time. Know, yeah, a long six. Yeah, long time. Um. Uh, when we got to know each other, Bob, uh, I started, um, you know, doing clinics and intensives at the uh, at the conferences, um, where I would just meet in, in, in a room with drummers for like three hours, and wow. we would work on stuff, and uh, and so yeah, master classes at these conferences. Well, I met a guy um, who's gonna hate that I mentioned his name, but his name is Kurt, and he's from Lakeview Christian Center uh, in New Orleans. But he'd mm-hmm. say Nolens. Nolens, yeah. Uh, he came to one of these breakout intensives uh, where I was teaching and said, you know, I've been a guitar player at my church forever, uh, and he's a great guitar player. And he said, but, you know, we lost all three of our drummers. Wow. And I want to learn the drums. Wow. Like, I want to step in and play the drums in our church. And so we did the, in, we did the clinic. And at the end, I tell people my email, you know, hey, if I teach lessons, I was teaching lessons at the time, full, uh, full-time, full hey, if you want to take lessons with me over FaceTime or Zoom, uh, you can do that. And so wow. he signed up for lessons. And just his heart to invest in his church... That's so amazing. To invest into being a better drummer <clears throat> to serve his church, he took lessons with me for, I think, five years. Wow. uh eh, just that month-to-month financial mm. investment mm. Uh, like just to get better to serve his church because they didn't have drummers. And now he's equipping That's, drummers and uh, and so also good. playing guitar. And I, so wow. I share that story just because I think it shows off Kurt's heart and just that even mm. Neil, who you explained, yes, just, yeah. I want to serve this context. Yep, yep. That's so counter, I feel like, culture of, I want to be a rock star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also just the you know, he made the connection. Well, if I'm going to get better at it, I got to put an investment in. I got to, yeah. I got to yeah. put time in. So he took lessons, and so I just wanted to share a couple of really practical things for drummers that are listening to to this podcast. Um, you know, take lessons mm. and start with books like Stick Control by George Lawrence Stone, and start with books like Around the Drums with Triplets from. Frank Capazzoli. It sounds kind of cute. Around the drums with triplets. And yeah. Movement. Is that <laughs> kind of the tone of the book? Or is... uh, I mean, the book is, yeah, it is, it's very helpful. And I've never put that together, but I appreciate well, it just that you like did. The
1: way to imagine a guy with triplets walking around his drums. <laughs> and I thought, that it could be exciting.
0: That's a great book. I mean, linear drumming, uh, uh, future sounds, those are just, wow. hey, let's build our repertoire. Hmm. Go get some of these books, start going through them. Uh, start working through them, even on your own, and then I would move into lessons. Wow. So I want to push drummers there um, first. Uh, That's great. You know, uh, so I would take lessons, invest, invest to get better, yeah. to serve. Yeah. And
1: so, what kinds of things is it most important for a drummer to be aware of? I mean, there are just so many, yes. so many ways we could go. But right. you have someone sit in front of you and say, okay. Tell me what I need to be thinking about. What I need to be really good at. Try to be really good at. Yep. In terms of uh, my my drumming. Yes. And maybe how I could grow.
0: Right. So I would be uh, I would be practicing to a click. I think um, a metronome. Mm. You know. I think if, if you get into lessons, that's immediately what you're going to start doing. Mm. Working on your technique, your rudiments, and then playing. So you're saying time is important. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's pretty much all you're supposed to be doing. About my expressiveness. <laughs> I
1: don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, even on your own, you should be practicing with a metronome. You know, I would love for you guys that are, are song leaders, worship leaders in your church that are picking songs, do a band practice with a metronome. Mm. If that's a new idea mm. for you, I would definitely do that. You know, if you don't feel comfortable doing that for uh, your meeting, mm. I understand that, but at least in your practices, if you're able to get into a metronome and then. So much can, of... Can we take a brief detour here and yeah. just talk about the click? Yeah. Because people
1: ask me about this. Uh, what are your thoughts, and I'll give you my thoughts, mm-hmm. on uh, using a click for a Sunday gathering? Is it necessary? Uh,
0: I don't think it's... I don't think it's... Uh, you have to. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. That's a trick question. But it's helpful. Yeah. And I, why,
1: how can it be helpful?
0: I think it's helpful because... Uh, for multiple reasons. One, um, transitions from one tempo one feel hmm. to another feel song to song, yeah. it's sometimes really hard to <clears throat> to get those right you know uh i i have a friend who leads worship and he shared this story with me one time that he was new to a church coming into the band and uh the first song goes and it's kind of that four on the floor you know do ga mm-hmm. do ga second song they play uh, you know, he starts it and it's, it's mid tempo. Mm-hmm. It's not fast. And the drummer comes in with do, God, God, do. And it's a little bit quicker, but you know, it's manageable. So you're sort of like, you're holding like a horse, you're holding on for dear life, you know? And then they get to power of the cross and they do verse one, chorus one, verse two, they get into the second chorus this the power god, dig-a-doo, god, dig-a-doo, god of the cross Christ we came sit forward, and you just got to hold on for dear life at that moment so so transitions i know that this ballad this soft this quieter softer song yeah. is this yeah. tempo that's yeah. helpful yep yeah. and then just not dragging not rushing mm, yeah you know cuz
1: tempo can affect the faith with which a congregation sings a song. Yes. Someone said to me recently, you know, right. the, the, the tempo should be about where you'd speak it. Which yeah. is mostly true, not always, because one of the benefits of singing is that it allows you to extend words so that you can think on them, meditate mm-hmm. on them, you know, more deeply. Mm-hmm. So so that's that's true most of the time. But if you sing a song too slow people aren't benefiting from the combination of yes. music, uh, of melody and words. Yes, it's, it's just... It drags and... And we've all experienced slow that. Slow. And then if it's too fast, people don't have time to process what yeah. they're th- singing, yeah. which takes away the reason they're singing, which yeah. is to enable the Word of Christ to dwell on them richly. So if, you're, if, you're, if they're just barely able to get all the words out, it, it's not gonna be effective. So tempo does That's affect... Good. Uh, just even the the impact of a song on a congregation. Yes. Now, you can have a good sense of a tempo, mm-hmm. um, but a click helps alleviate some of that question mark.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: and and if you do use a click, you can always cut it off.
0: Yep. I mean, we... We do that a lot, every Sunday.
1: Yeah, I was thinking this, this past Sunday, I was playing with Zach, my son-in-law, and uh, we were doing a song... Um, uh, which I just love, the King and all his beauty, South Park's greatest album, and um, uh, I started. He started a click, and as soon as it started, I just started playing slower. And you know, we were two bars in, and he just cut it off because he knew if I'm playing that slow, <laughs> I don't want
0: the click. Yes,
1: and we didn't need it. You yep. know, um, yep. give us time to you know ebb and flow with the song. So I just want to have a little sidebar on. Clicks.
0: That's great. Yeah, that's really great. And
1: then don't have one person hear the click. Everybody's got to hear the click. Yeah, good. It, it can't be, you know, I've, you know, groups, bands where the drummer has the click in his ears and no one else does. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, he's trying to stay with the click, and the band's trying to kind of do their own thing. Everybody needs the click. Yep.
0: So, and that's really and obviously good.
1: Obviously, this is with just in-ear monitors. Not yes.
0: Wedges. <laughs> yes, not with wedges. Yeah, that's good. And, <laughs> I, and I think, and I, I just, I think, even say your church doesn't do in-ear monitors, you're yep. using wedges Sunday and Sunday yep. out. You can pipe a click through a wedge for a practice.
1: No, oh, that's good.
0: I just yeah. think like that's, that's one, one yeah. way that you can that, that would be helpful to your your congregation. Uh, okay, so that's time. Yes, that was time. Um, I want to talk about uh, drum volume dynamics. You definitely should talk about drum volume dynamics because uh, I, I think I want to encourage you know drummers again that are listening. Uh, it it isn't that you need loud drums for fast songs mm. quiet drums for quiet songs uh, good i think um songs can build you mm. know give it somewhere to go they're, they're telling a story it's part of a progression yes yes even even songs that are louder more up tempo like take us somewhere yes. you know that's such a like you said telling a story that's so if you give everything from the beginning mm. you know you have nowhere to go and build and eventually it just turns into just noise. This is the time it's supposed yeah. to get loud <laughs> yes. and we're loud. Well, I
1: just, I know I've played with drummers where they, they, yes, yeah, an on and off and like they, they get a yes. beat and it's or yeah. and like there's nothing in between and yeah. you can't grow. There's no sense of anticipation. There's no, so that, that idea of dynamics being fluid yes. and on a
0: continuum. For sure. How do you develop that? Oh man! I mean, even the books I mentioned earlier are all like accents and non-accents. They're all dealing with like these are the notes you accent and these are the notes you not. You don't accent. And you know, so much of that comes from like funk drumming. What makes (laughs) funk? It's weird. (laughs) I wasn't
1: expecting you to Uh, say that. Yeah, I know.
0: What makes (laughs) funk drumming so exciting and engaging are accents and non-accents. And so, my point in saying that is there should be one moment in the song that is the loudest moment. Mm, mm. You should know exactly where that is. Uh, a- and and if everything's loud, there's no... Uh, no impact. There's no impact. Yeah, yeah. It's all so, so finding, having the discipline and self-restraint to only bring that impact once will have a greater impact yes. than everything's yeah. super quiet or everything's super loud.
1: Yeah.
0: So again, the way you do that... Is how you play with dynamics, you know? I don't... I can build um, excitement and intensity on a floor tom. Mm. It doesn't Mm. have to be a crash symbol. Mm. Mm. Like that, you know, worship leaders, you could just print that on a T-shirt and hand it to your drummer. Just like, (laughs) I don't have to hit the crash symbol. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. You know? And and so much of... When you listen to music, uh, I mean, most genres... Are staying away from symbols. Yeah, yeah. You know, even though the Bible talks a lot, even about though symbols. the Bible is talking about it. Okay, so my maybe point, that's a problem. Then. <laughs> my <laughs> point is, yeah, find intensity in other places. Yeah, you know, uh, and so that's just one small practical way of doing that. But and, and vo- I just want to
1: stay on this topic of volume for a while, for a minute. It's it's helpful even to think of like sections of a song. Yeah, where you know the verse, it's really down. Yes. Or, or maybe you're just playing a lot less, because that's a way to control yep. volume as well. Exactly. Kick. Yep. Kick. Sounds t- and silences. It, it's just like, okay, it feels softer because you're not doing all this stuff up top. Mm-hmm. And and you can make such a such a uh you can help the congregation. You can help people recognize, oh, this is the part where I'm just a
0: my yeah. you
1: know, soul in, in this in this section of the song because the drums are supporting that. Yes. Um. And and it's just so helpful when a drummer uh, plays on that continuum. Yeah. Or You know, treats different sections differently.
0: Yep. Yep. And then uh, yeah. I mean, I think I think that's I think that's it. I think it's being able to be sensitive. And where are the lyrics actually also taking this song?
1: Which is what you do so well. You you think, how, what what are we saying here? What are we saying here? How can what I do support that?
0: Yes, right. What what are we saying and how are we supporting that? Because that that's really, it's subtle. As a drummer, you have that ability to yeah. be subtle, but it's really impactful. Are you sure? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Say that again. I think some people in our <laughs> listening audience might need to hear that again.
0: You can be <laughs> subtle. As a drummer, and it's you can have impact in even moments where you stop playing, yeah, can bring out lyrics, yeah, you know, moments that build, building anticipation in the lyric,
1: you can build
0: anticipation in the drumming. So that's more practical thinking how those relate to lyrics. Um, I think just if I can speak to worship leaders that have a loud drummer or drummers that are listening. I think there are even a couple things that help. You know, I I use hand hammered dark cymbals. Hmm. That makes such an impact. It's a it's a frequency range oh, okay. that people struggle with more than a decibel range, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is weird to think about. No, because an that's organ true. can be as loud as yeah. a drum kit. Yep. But we perceive things in in uh, in frequencies. Dark hand hammered cymbals. Toms tuned lower. Mm. Um, you know, those, those, they're boomy and and dark, uh, if we can use those terms, but they're not pingy and bright and loud. And then I like really dark snares. There's a company called Big Fat Snare Drum that makes a cover that you just place on top of your snare drum. That's the name of the company? Big Fat Snare Drum. (laughs) And it just takes the ping, takes that frequency ring out of the Mm. drums that are just, Mm. that's just gnawing at people. Okay. So those are just quick practical tips for a couple of things you can do on Sunday. Tape, gaff tape is your friend. Mm -hmm. It can take away some of those frequencies. So I'd be aware of that. So
1: what if you're in a church and you just have a crummy set of drums and you don't have money to get your own set, but they have this, you know, sets 10 years old and, you know, what would you say to a person? Like, how do you, you do that?
0: Quickly and practically, if you have bright, pingy symbols that you can't deal with you can take a big piece of gaff tape and you can put it on the bottom of the symbol huh. that's going to eat some of the frequency huh. you can take those toms and you can loosen the the lug nuts as low as they go and then just barely put them up till there's an audible tone uh, your drums will be tuned at a lower huh. at a lower range that that will help that'll go a long that's way that's
1: great yeah And t- do you tune your drums i do yeah i
0: assume you do i do yeah, <laughs> yeah. um any recommendations there that Any I, place they could go to find YouTube, out? YouTube. I mean, okay. YouTube has so many resources, Good. but it takes years to figure out how to do that quickly. Yes. Uh, and there are different philosophies on it. Yep. For
1: sure. But it is it is better when you give some thought to it than when you just come in and just
0: play the drums as they are and just assume, eh, that's the best they can be. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like that'd be like picking up a guitar and just going,
1: it's in tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was in tune when I bought it.
0: Yeah. What? I you understand. don't have to be that exact mm-hmm. in your tuning, but at least something that's going to take some of those higher frequencies. Think in terms of frequencies, mm. you know, and then t- think in terms of dynamic and volume. And, you know, I'm not afraid of uh, st- lightning rods, sticks that mm, are made good. out of, you know, that are not... I'm not afraid of those. I'm not afraid of brushes. Good, I good. played those in jazz. I'm not afraid of mallets. You know, you want to have a dynamic Sunday, turn your snare off, play with mallets. mm. Mm. Like change it up, you know. I think I think there's so many resources and opportunities to be dynamic and subtle as a drummer. Okay, so you're in a church
1: and you're the drummer, and someone comes up after you. Maybe a few people have come up to you and said, "Drums too loud." Drums too loud.
0: I don't know what I would say because I've never heard that ever. Oh, oh, really, in, David? Yeah, I think in 15 I've, years, I've, I've never <laughs> heard someone <laughs> say those words to me. I think
1: I've said that to you a few times, as well as our sound people have. Um, I
0: have said that to myself. Am I too loud? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, so, what what are the options? Oh man, so that will always um, that's hard. I tell you what
1: uh, what's not an option is for the drummer to say, you know what, I'm just passionate. It's just the way I play. Yeah. And <clears throat> mean, I'm sorry. Maybe you just need to get another drummer.
0: <laughs> maybe that's just getting a new, new set of ears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you have to. You're thinking about the congregation first. You're 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 laying your life down for the people that are in front of you, because this and is and for Jesus the other musicians, church. exactly. It's not ours. It's Jesus' it's church. His people. Yep. He died for them. He rose for them. Yep. And we're here to serve them. Yep. 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 If a soundman tells you to play choir, if a congregant tells tells you to play choir, it's it's challenging because I would want to have a conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. I'd want to have a conversation with that person of what was it exactly that you felt, you know, was it a frequency range? Yeah. I can explain yeah. that to yeah. them. I can talk through that with him. But then also as a drummer you want to have the humility to say, "Now I could possibly I could be too loud."
1: Possibly. You know,
0: I mean we 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 meet sometimes in a building that's just made of brick.
1: It mm-hmm.
0: You'd have a drum set in there and the drum set's mic'd. When someone says, "It's pretty loud." I'm thinking, "We're in a brick box." <laughs> it's probably <laughs> too loud. And so I would I would encourage you guys or girls to take the position of saying, yeah, I want to. I want to be humble and consider that. And so what? I what be can dynamic. they
1: do? What this is the practical section. You what, can what play. Are some options?
0: You can, uh, again, pick your moments of where you want to be intense. Like pick your moments where you want to be dynamic. You can. Um, you can play with mallets. Mm. You can play with brushes. Uh, you know, I think there's ways to change it up. Lighter sticks. Mm. Good, um, good. But so much of it is how are you practicing playing quiet?
1: Yeah.
0: You know, work on that. Practice That's that. That's
1: good. Yeah, That's, that. And I like the, the pick your spots. You know, a, pick a your well, moments. A well placed kick or snare, or even a crash, well placed, can can really you know resound. But then you you back away from that and let the voice of the congregation emerge. And exactly, it's, it's just really amazing. Exactly. How about cages and and shields? Yeah. We experimented with some of those recently. Yeah, the, the, sh- the circular shields. Yeah,
0: uh huh. Yeah, there's yeah. drum baffles now that are just circular plexiglass, mm. and I love those because they're 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 eating up the snare and crash cymbal frequencies, mm. uh, you know, from the audience. But they're not encompassing, where I feel like I'm in a fishbowl, you know, or I'm at a zoo. It's like it's really hard to <laughs> interact hard. with musicians. <laughs> Because don't feed him anything. <laughs> because you know what? I, it's like not only am I serving the congregation, but I'm with I'm I'm communicating yeah, with yeah, the yeah. bass player. I'm right, communicating right. with the leader. I'm communicating with yeah. the guitar player. I'm making eye contact with him. And them.
1: there is something that that statement about, you know, the band is part of the congregation. Yes. We're not a separate entity. Right. We are all part of the congregation.
0: Right. So I would highly encourage sometimes Sometimes drum shields work against you hmm. if they're not completely encased. I'm talking like like a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you're ba- you're getting bounce back from the back of the wall hmm. and the shield. Hmm. You're actually doubling your volume. So it's like they're not all. It's not so always the best scenario. And what about electronic drums?
1: Electronic I don't see them drums. Very often, but yeah, I just recently I was in a place where they were using
0: them. So. Uh, I want to be sensitive to, the, to to people that are at a church, and they have electronic drums, and they wish they could play acoustic drums, yeah. but they can't, budget-wise. Yeah. or Yeah. I just would encourage people... I don't think sound should be the main problem. I would encourage you to have acoustic drums. You mean the main reason that main you reason don't that, use them? Yes. Okay, that's good. I wouldn't say it should be sound. Um, Because you can adjust that. You can. You can be dynamic. Mm. You can be more dynamic on real drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, And uh, yeah, I would encourage drummers to try acoustic drums, Mm. even starting with a cajon or starting with a kick. That's good, yeah. And a snare drum. And do people play djembe anymore? Yeah. Yeah, you can be so dynamic on a djembe and shakers. And so I just... The acoustic drum... I mean, it's so hard. You can't be subtle and dynamic on an electric drum set. It's just. they Im- come
1: a long way, but yes. still, a it's just long impossible. Way to
0: go, yeah. yeah, and and you know, just one. I, I know we're running out of time. I just wanted to share, um, you know, one more practical thing for worship leaders. Uh, if you're communicating with your drummer uh, and you feel like you're kind of wrestling, you know, with these things that we've been talking about—dynamic, volume, <laughs> timing—I would encourage you to listen to music together. Hmm. I would encourage you to it's good. get outside of your Sunday practice uh, or Wednesday group practice and listen to music together. Communicate with one another, yeah. you know. And then, you know, I always talk to worship leaders that are talking about how do I talk to my drummer? What language do I use? Yes. it's yes. like as a worship, as a as a song leader, get to know the drums. Like get to know that that's a hi hat, and mm. that's a kick mm. drum, mm. and that's a floor tom and a crash yeah. cymbal. That will make your rather than
1: just do something else on those things (laughs) (laughs) like that.
0: (laughs) Exactly, and then um, and then the last thing I'm going to say is just putting the feel. Do you know what I'm talking about? By feel, different feels. So you have a six-eight. I I do. Yes, and you know, for you guys that are listening that don't know what I'm talking about, there's a six-eight feel. Maybe it's on the toms. You know, there's a we call it. Yes, we call it four on the floor, which would be the kick drums on all four beats. I love I'll, that I'll you're give this demonstrating. For what
1: you're, yeah. Perfect. I've never done beatboxing, but I probably could.
0: Yeah, it's always awkward watching someone beatbox in front of you, <laughs> uh, especially when they're doing it poorly. <laughs> but so yeah, put those things. Give someone, give your drummer a genre, and make it clear. Mm. I want it to sound like this. Mm. That is so much more helpful than yeah. you just do something different, you know. Pick Although. a pick a song in a in a, that's a ballad mm. that I like this feel. Yeah. You know, a lot of songs are in six eight. A lot of modern hymns are in three four six eight. Mm-hmm. Pick a song that goes. I love this feel. Yeah. Can we try something like this? That's good. Pick that's a good. pick a song that has that four on the floor feel. That's energetic, and you go. Can we try something like this? Mm. That's just going to be so much more helpful. Then, no, 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 that's not that. I don't want that. You know,
1: are you telling this to me? Like, I right now, I feel like I am.
0: <laughs> are, I feel, feel like we should shut this that. mic off Can and I, really
1: talk be, about it. Before we close this out, I had a couple thoughts okay, about great. just as a leader. Yes, I don't, I do not play drums. Um, and I don't do it. You just. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I don't stay that current, you know, with everything that's going. I mean, so I feel like this I know is for a song you. From it is. That's great. I may know a song from the '80s or the '70s. You know, yeah. Do you know that Carol King song? That's that not came true. You're way more updated than that. Uh, well, I feel like that sometimes. Um, but what I was going to say was, I played with drummers who aren't so good,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you might have a drummer in your church that's not so good. You know, usually it's at a conference. Sometimes it's in my church. Um, now, if it's in my church. I well I just see if there are other drummers <laughs> who can play better. <laughs> yes. Um but if they're in my church when we started this church plant 9 years ago, uh Sovereign Grace Church of Louisville. Uh, we had a drummer, a guy who hadn't played in like, you know, 15 years, 10 15 years. So we just got him on the drums, got him a drum kit, and what I what I seek to do when I'm playing with the drummer's not very good is rather than make them do something. Mm. I you know play the song and say what what would you play you know and then work with that mm. because it's it's better for a drummer to feel I want a drummer to feel comfortable mm-hmm. And confident than to try to play something that exactly like I I wanted. So I just think in terms of how you work with your drummer, a lot of times I'll say, you know, just just play what you feel. You know, play Mm -hmm. what you think. Play 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 what you hear. And, you know, I got a pretty wide range with what's acceptable because again, we're just we're just trying to hold everything together and and enable the congregation to sing. Yeah. But if it's definitely not something, if they're doing four on the floor and I just want to. Yeah, um, then I can tell them that. Yeah. you know, less kick. You know, maybe snare on two and four, or just maybe on four. And yeah, uh, you know, that I'll give more direction. But I think it's helpful, especially for drummers, because they are driving the bus. Yeah, um, to do what they feel confident doing. Yeah, that's and great. And then, of course, if they're not, if they need to grow, then they can do that outside the Sunday morning context.
0: That's so great. Yeah.
1: So that's what I want to share.
0: That's awesome. I hope this is helpful. Yeah. We
1: hope this is helpful to everyone. David, thanks for sharing your thoughts on all this stuff.
0: Absolutely. Maybe
1: we can do like a five-part series for keyboardists sometime. (laughs) I think that would be excellent. You would need five. At least. (laughs) Three to talk about the heart. All right. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us, and we hope you'll come back and listen and watch us again. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at SovereignGraceMusic.org.